Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Volani, Dr. Debbie, and in for Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard Alan Cable is back with us today. Stacy Cohen working very hard in the newsroom. What's on your mind, girl? One thing about PETA, they really know how to get a foot in the door or how to get a goat's leg out of the door. They're really ticked off at the Coast Guard for uh, using tree trimmers to operate on a goat. Yep, I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Oh, I can't wait wait to hear that. That sounds terrible, actually. Yeah. The season of stars continues today with Eddie Money. Musician Eddie Money, who loves his dogs, even though they crap all over his house. He has troubles with that. But uh, he'll be chatting with us in just a couple of minutes. Vladi is out today. He's on suspension. And this is, and I'll tell you right up front, this is because of a letter that we received. Can I mention the, the person's name, or should I not? I can't no, mention. Don't, don't, don't mention, mention the person's name. name. No names. In reference to Vladi's comment on today's show, 421, a couple of weeks back, Comparing a Mastiff to the U.S. picking on Syria and Libya, please tell that arrogant communist that he can leave this country if he doesn't like it. Also ask him if he could say such things in a communist Russia without suffering for it. Why did he leave in the first place? Such comments have no place on a show about dogs and cats. You people should be ashamed of yourselves. Also, capitalism works, unlike Russia, so this former listener will stop listening. Uh, We got that. We were a little upset about that because we need as many listeners as we can get, frankly. And uh, the comment that he made kind of ticked off our general manager here at Animal Radio. And so uh, he's on suspension this week. But that's okay. We have Alan Cable filling in, and uh, he'll answer your dog questions at 1-866-405-8405. Let's see. We also have Joey Volani. He's at Intergroom this weekend. And what it, tell the listeners what Intergroom's all about. Intergroom is where us groomers go, and we want to learn a little bit more. And it's a educational conference and trade show and grooming competition and new products. And it's everything that you would expect for the professional pet care hair industry. It's almost like going to the hair show, um, but, you, but instead, it's for pets. And it's the coolest thing because you get to see the newest things out there. You get to try stuff. It's a, it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun, and we look forward to doing it every year. Mm, and your tip this week actually comes from Intergroom, does it? You learned it today at Intergroom, didn't you? The argan oil. Actually, I tried it at Intergroom, and it's funny. My, my wife always used argan oil in her hair, and um, that was, um, you know, one of the demonstrators were using it, and I went up there and I worked with it and I loved it. It was absolutely fantastic. Okay, so we'll learn about argan oil. I have no idea what that is, but we'll learn about it in just a couple of minutes. Also, big giveaways again from Wall today. Uh, pet products as well as Petapure, Veterison, World's Best Cat Litter, another Thunder shirt to give away, and Scout and Zoe's. In fact, let's go ahead and give that Scout and Zoe's away right now. Can we do that? Let's do it. Do you have the paperwork on that? Scout and Zoe's natural antler chews, by the way. We were skeptical in the beginning and then we gave one of these antler chews to, to Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She, first of all, Ladybug will go through chews really, really, really fast. Not this particular chew because it's made out of, I believe it's elk antler. Yes, she's had it for several weeks. And it's great for her teeth. It's a natural, organic, renewable resource. Won't splinter like bones. It contains calcium and phosphorus. A great combination, by the way. And it's also the winner of the Pet Age Green Spirit Award for Eco-Friendly Products. You can find more at scoutandzoeys.com. And let's go ahead and give away one right now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. How do you like that? Kicking off the show with giveaways. That's how. That's how many giveaways we have today. Also, Dr. Marty Becker from ABC's Good Morning America will be joining us today. Brand new book. God, 
this guy gets around, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. A he's still on tour, huh? He's on tour. He's He's got another book called Your Cat, The Owner's Manual. And i got to tell you, and I'll probably tell him this, he's written a lot of books. This is his best book. This really, I mean, he's getting better and better. This is his best book. And if you have a cat, you definitely want one of these owner manuals and we'll give you one. Also on the show today, there's a guy who's tracking down these butterflies because some of them could be worth up to $45,000. It's a an illegal trade. $45,000 oh, for a butterfly. Smuggling butterfly. For a butterfly? It's, it's butterflies. What maniac is going to pay $45,000 for a butterfly? Don't they only live a couple weeks? We'll find out all the details about that coming up with Jessica Spirit. She'll be joining us in just a few minutes. Let's hit the phones next. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live simply so that others may simply live. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team's here to answer your questions. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, under suspension. And Alan Cable filling in for him today. Joey Volani, the dog father and animal communicator, Joy Turner, all here. Eddie Money on the way for the season of stars. Also... Could your butterfly, your backyard butterfly, be worth fifty grand? Apparently, there's a $200 million a year illegal butterfly smuggling trade. We're going to find out about it. And also, Dr. Marty Becker will be joining us in just a few minutes. Wow, what a show. Let's uh, head on over to Nathan. Hey, Nathan, how you doing? I'm fine. How's it going? Good. What's going on? Now, I've got two little fur balls living with me. I drive a truck for a living. And I adopted two ferrets. Uh, from a shelter in Anchorage when I was working there last year. And they've been on the road with me. These guys are unbelievable. They're, they're amazing. They're really cool. Uh, I try to take care of them the best I can. And I'm doing well in that in all areas except mental hygiene. Okay. They will not allow me to brush their teeth. <laughs> Even with treats, with whatever. I cannot do it. It's, it's impossible. So is there a better way? How else can I take care of their teeth? All right. I got to ask first, Nathan. Wh- how are you brushing their teeth? What are you doing? Well, I have I have their they each have their own toothbrush that I got at you know pet store, <laughs> and I I put the little the parrot toothpaste on it, and I actually m- even tried mixing a little bit of their treat, a little ferritone uh, on the toothbrush as well, just so that the taste it would you know come to. It. Mm-hmm. Why flavor and enjoy it and see it as a good thing, a positive thing. Um, and I just try that. I've actually tried just scruffing them and okay, doing yeah. that, and they actually bite down as I'm scruffing them on the toothbrush to prevent me from brushing their teeth. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, and, and it's tough because ferrets, I, I kind of giggled because, um, you know, to, to brush teeth to a ferret is just kind of like I have this visual of coming out with, like, bites and scratches <laughs> and toothpaste on your face and all that. They're, they're, they're definitely fun little guys, but, you know, it can definitely be challenging to get some dental care for them. So I commend you for wanting to do that. Um, and for me, I'd say that it is a rare pet owner that can brush their ferret's teeth in the typical way that we do for dogs and cats. Um, the things that I would maybe modify and try a little differently, I mean, the toothbrush is a great idea if you can get to that point. But I might try using actually some of the dental wipes 
first as an introductory way to work up to brushing. That might be a little less intimidating for them. There are different companies that make those. There's one called Dentacetic that's a dog cat line. Um, but I'm sure there's other ones that are, you know, specific for um, ferrets. Um, but those are basically more like a kind of a firm pad that you would wipe on the gum line. And they're, and they're treated with a type of a compound to help disinfect and, you know, to keep those teeth clean. So that would be a starter point where I would work. Um, there are certainly some Material. I'm sorry. Is it like a cloth-like material? Using yeah, to yeah. They look to me like the old Strident uh, zip pads I used to use when I was a teenager yeah, and, uh, and and dealing with those blemishes. But that's what they look like to me, where they're actually um, kind of a soft, cottony pad with a little bit. Now, we're not looking. It doesn't have to be something really super abrasive. We're just looking for something for a little bit of friction against the tooth that's going to be able to give us some, um, some work and some movement against that tartar. Now, for some uh, ferrets, you know, we might not get to actual toothbrush. So there are some different types of gels um, that you'll probably have to talk to a a dog cat veterinarian to get. But those can be used, especially if we've got bad gingivitis, really red gums. That might be an avenue you can go with and actually just kind of squirt that against the gums. Um, And then I do have some clients that use the dental chews uh, for ferrets, um, just with, you know, cautions, any kind of chew for a dog or a ferret um, would be we'd always supervise the use of those kind of chews to make sure they don't choke on it, they don't get big pieces stuck or anything like that. Um, But that might be uh, your last kind of chance uh, uh, dental care is to try some of those products as well. And how important is that on ferrets? From the books I've read, I ascertain that it's, you know, kind of pertinent to their health. Yeah, it really is. And in dental care in ferrets, it is so overlooked. And, you know, I have to say that in the veterinary world, it, it does get overlooked. I and mean, we don't stress that as much in dogs and cats that we, or in ferrets as we do in dogs and cats. Um, but I do ha- often have to pull teeth in ferrets that get infected and abscessed. Um, I do see eye problems where they'll develop swollen eyes from rotten teeth. Um, so, you know, you're definitely right that you want to be on top of it and also getting to know what is normal and abnormal for your ferrets. So if you're noticing any kind of gum bleeding while you're brushing teeth, that is not normal and you need to see your veterinarian for that. That would be a big clue that uh, something might not be right there. Um, But you're not going to stop plaque entirely, but um, the efforts in trying to minimize that will go a long way to decrease inflammation in their body, keep those teeth healthy, and uh, kind of preventative disease all the way around. Exactly. all I can hope for at this point right now. I think that's all they will allow me to... Uh yeah. Well, thank you so much for your call, Nathan. I am a, just a fan of Ferris. I love seeing them at my office. And I was actually thinking whether or not the on-the-road truckers have Ferris in their cabs. So now I know. <laughs> I have not seen another, but I have been stopped several times at various truck stops. I'll take them out for walks. And they're like, oh, I've seen other truckers with these, but I don't know exactly what they are. And they'll come up and, you know, say hi and, oh. and play with my kids for a bit. Do you ever bring them into California? Uh, you know what? When I do, I'm very quiet about it. Yeah. They <laughs> I are, don't let anybody know. They are illegal in California, which is too bad. What you a know, shame. I don't understand why. I've actually spoken. You know, they sell the parent paraphernalia, the pet foods and the toys and everything at the pet shops in California. And I actually spoke with a few managers at pet stores there inquiring as to why they feel illegal. Hawaii, I can understand, but California, 
Yeah, they let anybody into California. I don't understand why they don't let those. <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, this is not your major problem right now. Give us a break. <laughs> I mean, this, these guys would actually help if anything, you know, your situation. But uh, I, I don't get it. I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, I just I keep them. I don't take them for walks unless I'm somewhere, you know, where I have some solitude. And, and uh, you know, I don't, they don't attract any attention. So I'm very careful in California for that. Well, go give your ferrets a hug from all of us here at Animal Radio. We appreciate your call, Nathan. one 405 8405 And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day, a unique program for guests and their four-legged friends at Flamingo, Bally's, and Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day includes the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and even a specialty room service menu. Yes, you can bring your ferret. Find out more details at Caesars.com slash Pets Day Las Vegas. And uh, this weekend... Playing tonight at the Flamingo Showroom in the Flamingo Las Vegas... Donnie and Marie. Wow. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Tickets start at 95 bucks. They're actually playing through June 23rd. So you have lots of time to see them. And you can bring your dog, your cat, or your ferret. Remember, this Pets Day program is actually good at Caesars Palace, Paris, Planet Hollywood, Harris, Flamingo, Bally's, Rio, Imperial Resorts. Uh, wow, just a lot of great hotels in Las Vegas. They're rolling out the red carpet for traveling dogs, cats, and ferrets. We got to find out why they don't allow ferrets in California. I Thanks, know, that's Day. just wrong. That is. I'm inspired, though. If you can get a ferret to brush his teeth, I probably can get my mother-in-law to do hers finally. <laughs> Hi, this is Elaine Boozler on Animal Radio. Stay new to your pets and some of your exes. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Imperial Palace and Rio in Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills Ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. 
You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Hi, this is Prince Lorenzo Borghese on Animal Radio. Please remember to stay near to your animals. Portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's Natural Goodness for Dogs, made with raw USDA inspected meat, raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. You can get the official food of Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog by visiting StellaandChewy's.com. And of course, as we always say, we have free samples for you. Send us a self-addressed stamped envelope, the address over at the AnimalRadio.com website, and we'll send you back either a dog food sample or a cat food sample. And uh, Ladybug's gone crazy about it. Our cats loved it so much. I said to Marie, who owns Stella and Chewy's, mm-hmm. I said, listen, you should be making a cat food. <laughs> and they uh, certainly have uh, done that. And now the cats are eating it. Good stuff. Let's see. Uh, we're going to line four where we have Cherise. Hi, Cherise. Hi, how are you? What's going on? Well, I have a, a pet squirrel. <laughs> no, really? Oh, yeah. This I, is the unusual call. We don't get terribly often around here. I know. I'm sure. Well, I he's I I live in an area where we have a lot of squirrels, and I've rehabbed many that have gone back out into the trees happily. This one I wow. um, I received from my cat when he was about two days old. So mm-hmm. he was a pink fetus with you know no fur and. I, I uh, nursed him to health. Now he's four. Happy, healthy, living outside in a quite a large um, atrium-ish um, enclosure. Can I ask why you haven't released him? I've tried four different times, and I think um, I don't think he'd survive. He, his instinct is to jump from limb to limb, and when he jumps, he falls down. Oh! And he's knocked. I've watched him knock himself out twice. <laughs> And he's fallen into my pond. He he just I, I think because I had him from such a small small age, he just doesn't have the. You've domesticated him. Yeah. Well, and the reason that I say that, Hal, is because it's very unusual to keep a squirrel as a pet. Because once they hit adulthood, they get aggressive and they don't make good pets. So we don't encourage people to keep squirrels. And then I would only you know expect the the rehabber who you know we have a pet that doesn't can't survive very well out on their own. You know, but anyways, honestly, I didn't want to keep them. And I've rehabbed so many, and they all seem to do quite well once they get to about eight months old. They want to go out. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't want to. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> no. I was saying it was the polar fleece. He likes polar fleece instead of leaves for his, <laughs> for his nose. <laughs> yes, he's, he's the citified, uh, the city, uh, city squirrel. <laughs> when he was small, he slept with my dog. And, I mean, he... It, yeah, so I have tried to. It wasn't my intention to ever keep him this long, but once I realized that he wasn't going to survive, then I thought, you know, it was. I felt sort of obligated because I did rescue him. He would have been dead at two days old if I hadn't stepped in. Mm-hmm. 
So then I felt it was my obligation to keep him as healthy as I could. Okay, and, so what's um, going on with him then? So what he's doing is he sucks on his penis. Oh, okay. And this is what a lot of domestic, uh, a lot of squirrels raised in captivity, the males, they do this, especially when they're babies, um, and they usually grow out of it. And he never really did it before. And then recently, and I think it's because it's spring, um, mm-hmm. he started sucking on himself, which wasn't that concerning, except for now his penis is actually, the tip of it is completely ulcerated, mm-hmm. and it won't go back into its sheath because it's so swollen. Oh, dear. Okay. Don't you know Vladi's sitting at home right now saying, Damn, why am I, why am I not in there today? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> well, he, he does I guess because it, he can. <laughs> yeah, and and with the babies, I should clarify as well, the babies, both the boys and the girls, will suck on the little boys' penises. And it's just because they kind of look like the nipples on the right. mom. So right. it's just kind of, it's there, it's, oops, they, they really don't know the difference. So that's kind of how that happens when they're young. Now, as as an adult, it can definitely be kind of a comforting, self-soothing behavior that, that they do. And it can even sometimes be heightened when they're anxious. Um, so that w- might be one thing to look at, you know, with his uh, enclosure and how he's doing right now, whether or not we're feeling that he's happy okay, well, or we're... interesting because I was house-sitting um, or babysitting a straight, another dog that he's uh-huh. not used to, and he could have been anxious with her around. She's gone yeah. now, but um, she was here for about two weeks. Yeah, no. I mean, it definitely can get so bad that it it crosses the line to self-mutilation. And it kind of sounds that's like where we're at now. So yeah. this would be a point where I would definitely see if you've got um, a vet in your area that will work on wildlife. Um, because if we're getting to the point where we've actually mutilated the tip of the penis, you know, we're going to need some antibiotics. And I've even had some of these little guys where we'll have to go in and um, amputate the tip of the penis, um, especially if it's necrotic, if it's dead, the tissues are no longer healthy. So um, we can fashion uh, interesting little uh, e-collars, Elizabethan collars, to try to keep them away from that area as well, um, if necessary. Okay. Okay. I, I actually went to two vets today, and neither one of them would um, help me. I do have, um, I have horses, I have a lot of animals, I have a lot of antibiotics and stuff. So I put them on um, some antibiotics last night, and I put some Neosporin on it, but that's what I was thinking, could I do a collar? I'm just wondering, will it prevent him from actually climbing and... Yeah, it will. It's going to make it really hard for him to get around. Um, but the kind of collars that basically, you know, like when you sprain your neck, um, that's one of the ways to help prevent them to turn around and to bend their body back to kind of self-groom. Where would I now, the, get that? Um, you can make a, a collar like that. Um, uh, there's the type of foam padding that um, you put around pipes to keep uh-huh, them from freezing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you can cut that down. Um, it's a little tricky because you're going to have to make it so that it's firm enough so that he can't get to it and chew it. Um, so some of the softer ones are a little bit more, you know, easily damaged. Uh-huh. Um, however, um, there's certainly the different veterinary type collars that are more plastic in nature. Um, those you can kind of, uh, like a normal dog e-collar, we bell upwards. So the, the big wide open part is towards the top of the sky. Um, for birds and some other exotics, we'll take the bell the other direction and kind of put it towards the body. Um, so that's one thing. Now, also when we have swollen um, private parts, penis parts. One other kind of technique that we'll use is we'll use a, um, a high sugar solution. Um, and we actually, about a 50% dextrose solution, we'll take that and squirt that on the inflamed, swollen area. And it can help to kind of shrink that tissue. Oh. Um, so 
as long as we're not really ulcerated, oozing pussy, that might be one other strategy that we can do to help try to shrink this guy it's not down. Not pussy. It's red. It's um, you know, it should sort of be in a point. It's not. It's now. It's like it's just swollen. It's um, mm-hmm. but it does. The hold still looks like it's open. There's not a scab on it. Um, I gave him some electrolytes today, just with a syringe, and he took those pretty well. He He's eating, and I, I don't know if he's urinating because I'm not standing there watching him, but I do see feces around, like fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, but would that, would I just do a dextrose solution and like squirt it on or? Yep, and just take it with, you can use a syringe or a baster, um, and you basically just repeatedly kind of bathe the area in the high concentrated sugar solution. Um, and then, of course, we don't want him to be licking that off. So, um, you know, after you're done and over with, then you can kind of rinse the area. But uh, do that, you could do, try that twice a day at least, and, you know, see if that helps to bring things down. Okay, then what do you think about castration? You know, it's it's an option, but um, we don't readily do it in squirrels. We can, um, but unless he was doing some kind of sexual behaviors and that's what stimulated this, I, I don't know that that's going to stop it. Um, it tends to be more kind of a injury of opportunity than uh, anything more sexually driven. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. I well, capture a female form, but I have had no luck. Oh. Well, and I wish we could release this guy because that I think would be, you know, for his mental health, that sounds like that would be the best thing. So, um, I wish you know. I too. And now, okay, let me ask you this. I mean, he's four, so he's he's lived in captivity his basically his whole life. Should I try again? I mean, I'm just afraid he's just going to kill himself out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get him past this and see if that's even an option here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, these guys live to six years thereabouts. So, um, you know, if if, if we can get him past this, then uh, give him those good quality years, then yeah. do what we can. Okay, and then um, quickly, how do I make the dextrose solution? Um, you can. Um, I'm sure the feed stores have that. Um, but basically, it's a 50% solution. So we're going to need, uh, oh, gosh, I'm going to have to pull off my shelf because I just buy it in the bottle. <laughs> but you can check with some of the feed stores if you if you work with the uh, the horses and such. Yeah. They should have that. Okay, perfect. Good luck with that, Cherise. Thank you very we, much. We appreciate your call today. one 405 to talk with any one of our Dream Team answering squirrel penis questions here. Uh, top that, Stacy. Well, we lost a legend a few weeks ago, Dick Clark. He was 82. That's 574 in dog years. And I have some interesting information about Dick Clark that you may not know. Coming up on Animal Radio News. And Eddie Money's just right around the corner. Straight faces, everybody. Straight faces. I don't want to be rude or anything, but how do we know the squirrel didn't accidentally get a Viagra? <laughs> <laughs> can uncross your legs. Uh, <laughs> I think that lady made that squirrel nuts. You know. <laughs> uh, poor guy. He's lonely. Hey, very cool thing I want to tell you about on, on this installment of Party Animal with your host, Vinny Penn. That's me. Yeah, I'm sure you animal lovers out there are well aware of this, but for those of you who aren't, I, I'm very excited to bring this to your attention. My sister and her children were visiting for the past two weeks, and 
they put their new dog, Ringo, in a video kennel. And they were able to log on every day and check on Ringo. The camera was aimed right at me. I heard my nephews, Ricky and Jay, what? Ringo sleeping, Ma, look at Ringo sleeping. I mean, this is great for all of those people out there who still have a little bit of paranoia when it comes to, uh, you know, leaving the peppy. All you do is have the kennel owner's words when you go back. I mean... The fact of the matter is, uh, kennels are, are fantastic. There's more than enough loving kennels out there. But every once in a while, you know, you hear your horror stories. There wouldn't be 2020 or primetime live without those kinds of horror stories. What would Barbara Walters do? But to be able to tune in in the morning and watch them in action, watch them chasing a ball, uh, was great. I mean, every day they started off in a great mood, except for the day I had to explain to them what dry humping was. But uh, my sister Julie says they're going to resolve that issue as soon as they get home. Uh, but nonetheless, they live out in Nevada, out in Las Vegas. So you'd think the boys would know about dry humping already, especially Ricky. He's 12. But they've got to be all over. And if they aren't, they're definitely something that's going to be happening. Video kennels, it's peace of mind for a couple of dollars. Even if it's not a couple of dollars, it is peace of mind for your pet. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. The Coast Guard is defending their practice of using live animals in their combat medical training after an activist group released a video of a goat's legs being removed with tree trimmers during what is said was training for agency personnel. Live anesthetized goats have been used in Coast Guard training to treat combat wounds, but the agency couldn't verify if the video involved their personnel. The courses do involve live tissue training using live animals, said Lieutenant Commander Jamie C. Frederick. Frederick was responding after people for the ethical treatment of animals called on the Pentagon to stop the practice. A congressman also has introduced some legislation that would phase out the use of animals by the military for such training. So are you a good parent? Uh, You might be a good parent to your kids, but are you a good parent to your pets? Diane Rich, she's a dog trainer, and she's come up with a checklist to see if you're a good pet parent. So let's see if you are. All right, here's some tips. Puppy time, it goes by quickly. This is the best time to begin learning how to train your dog. Do you have an older dog that's a rescue? Well, that's great, but don't wait to see how things go. Take a class, hire a pro, and help the dog's confidence by teaching some skills. Give your dog feedback. Sit down with your dog and (laughs) let them know exactly what they did wrong. No, uh, what you want to do is sit down with your dog knowing what she and let them know what they did correctly. How will the dog know what pleases you if you don't tell them that it does? And giving treats. This is where I get a D minus on being a pet parent um, because my dog, my Jack Russell, will not come in the house unless I give him a treat. I have to say, Tuffy, come on. You want a treat? Do you want a treat? And then pops in the door. Otherwise, he'll sit there for hours looking at me. So give treats as a lure to begin teaching a new behavior or a reward. It can be a great aid in creating a positive behavior. However, though, they say it is advisable to learn how to use alternate rewards and how to use rewards correctly. Well, I'm working on it. Um, enhance your daily walks by going to some new locations and then also manage and observe your dog's behavior and health. A dog can't tell you something's wrong. So observe and touch your dog and you may be able to see a change of behavior or eating habits and you can feel for lumps or bumps, which will be necessary to note for your next vet visit. So hopefully you are a good pet parent. 
Some good news in L.A. The cute puppy and kitten faces peering out from L.A. malls and storefronts. They uh, could soon all be rescues. The L.A. City Council voted 11-1 in favor of banning stores from selling dogs, cats, and rabbits that are not rescues. Councilman Paul Quartz, who sponsored the motion, explained to the Huffington Post that the measures in large part in response to the problems caused by puppy and kitten mills. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at Animal Radio. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z it's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Dog father, Joey Volani. And in for Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Alan Cable. And all I'll say about Vladi is he's on suspension this week for disparaging comments about America. Are we surprised, though? I mean, this is Vladi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some you of know, what he says, you know, I don't even actually listen to him, honestly. I but don't even sh- think he realized it. <laughs> I don't think any of us realized it. I know we don't. We kind of tune him out. I guess I'm immune to it like everybody else. But uh, Alan Cable filling in, and Alan does a, a fine job if you have a question about your dogs. one 405 8405 Also on the show in just a few minutes, Eddie Money joins us for the season of Stars. He loves his dogs, except when they crap on the floor. But right now, from ABC's Good Morning America and the Dr. Oz Show, we welcome back Dr. Marty Becker to the show. Hi, Doc. How are you doing? You know what? Your show's like a, my favorite pair of slippers. I just love coming back on the show. Thank you. <laughs> what a nice compliment that is. You know what? But I got to tell you something. You've written a lot of books, but this last book is definitely my favorite. It's like a Bible for cats. It's called Your Cat, the Owner's Manual. This is my 20th book. I've been lucky enough to sell uh, about 8 million books. I've had three New York Times bestsellers, and I I really do think this is the best book to date. Uh, There was a team of us worked on it for a year, and uh, there's definitely some, you know, the the tagline, the secret surprises and solutions for raising a happy, healthy cat. And I just heard from two feline veterans over the weekend that are feline-only practices that we're talking about how, how much they enjoyed it and they're recommending it to their clients and that they actually learn things themselves. And I think that was a really good compliment. You know what I like about the book is you actually have a, a segment where you talk about vets. And Dr. Debbie, I'm sure you can attest to this. Somebody just doesn't have enough money and they're like, you know, can you do this procedure free or... or you know, cut me some slack. Well, you know, if you're if you're looking at uh, a good career choice, and you know, I've got a 22 two year old son, if you're looking at uh, a career choice for economics, being a veterinarian is not a very good choice. Uh, the average veterinarian comes out of school right now with a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt, and oh. really the starting salary is about. Uh, 
between fifty and sixty thousand dollars, and there's even you know some employment problems for veterans getting jobs. But you can't make sixty thousand dollars and pay off one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt. And you look at your veterinary hospital, and they have the latest equipment, and it seems really nice. But you know they're just a small business owner that struggles. You know the good thing about veterans, I don't think I could find a more compassionate set of group that does what they can for all of these animals, not only for strays and things at shelters, but you know really try to look out. Uh, you know, thinking that every client is number one and all pets are precious. And, you know, another thing that's really interesting about cats, there was just a study out a few months ago from the University of Minnesota Stroke Research Center that if you have a cat, you're 40% less likely to have any kind of cardiovascular incidence. So wow. Less likely to have a heart attack or a stroke. And, and one of the banes of having a cat for a lot of people are the allergies. And one of the things that you can do, and we, we talk about this in your cat, the owner's manual, is just use an unscented baby wipe. And, you know, you don't have to bathe them. You know, you don't have to end up on a YouTube video trying to bathe the cat. But if you just use an unscented baby wipe and wipe them down uh, once or twice a day, you're going to dramatically decrease uh, human allergies to cats. Oh, there you go, Hal. There is a vaccine on the on the future, by the way. That's that's being uh, it's in testing right now. You can actually will be able to probably in the not too distant future be able to vaccinate humans uh, against cat allergies. So that's uh, that's shown great promise in the early tests. Now I know when you select a dog, you should get one for your lifestyle. If you're an active person, you want an active dog. But is there really a cat that fits your lifestyle? Aren't they kind of one size fits all? I love the fact that cats are so much different than dogs. We have four dogs and four cats, and for dogs, you know, they're kind of like the eternal Peter Pan, the eternal toddler that just follows you around and everything. And with cats, it's more like you're bringing the wild inside, you know, that you never figure out the mystery of them. And we have barn cats, and you go up to the barn some days, and they're just all over you. They're circling you. They're rubbing against you. They're wanting to play. And other days, I can't even find them in those Lego blocks of hay. Uh-huh. And it's funny how cats will find out somebody that they, they have a particular affinity for. And one of the things we talk about in the book as well, if you go to somebody's house and you're a cat lover and the cat strolls out, you know, they're confident enough to, to come out and everybody's looking at them, choose me, choose me, come here, please pick me, you know, I'm the girl's greatest cat lover. And the cat will go to the person in the room that hates cats. Why <laughs> is that? The, re- the reason is, is the person that doesn't like cats is, is avoiding eye contact. So they're looking away, thinking, don't choose me, don't choose me. And meanwhile, everybody else is looking at them, so they'll go to the person that's not looking at them. So, Dr. Becker, um, a huge part of my practice tends to be behavioral issues. Um, in cats, there's certainly no different than dogs. Um, is this a uh, part of your book that you address as well? Yeah, we address several things about inappropriate elimination, the, uh, you know, the, the scratching in the wrong places. And I think the thing people have to understand you know, cats like small groups. Dogs love to go to a dog park, but there's a reason there's no cat parks you know, to go to. They like small groups, and within those small groups, they only need a few bits of language to communicate in that small group, and that's why they don't like strangers, because there's misunderstandings of communication, and, you know, they don't want to get hurt, ultimately. Uh, and, and one of the things we have to think about, a lot of ways they communicate is with urine, and another way they communicate is by scratching. And these are hardwired in every kitten that thinks to itself, you know what, I could, I'm a stray at heart, and I'm a hunter at heart. And, and we have to understand that, that that's how they communicate. And, and for, you know, for scratching pig, for example, that's a healthy uh, exercise, as you know, not just for their, you know, to stretch them and to shed uh, their, uh, their claw sheaths and those kind of things, but they use it to mark, mark their territory. It's not only a visual sign, but there's a scent there. 
so you want to encourage them to use a scratching service like a scratching post. And this is one of the interesting things we talk about in the book. If you want to get a, we used to talk about using spray catnip on a scratching post. Uh, they've actually found through works with big cats at zoos that you can use the Calvin Klein perfume obsession for men. What? <laughs> and cats love that. Oh and, my gosh. And as far, and as far as the litter box, uh, you know, the only reason somebody would go into a litter, into a toilet that really stunk, maybe would be to spray some graffiti in there, and that's what a, a cat will do if they have to. But the tests have shown that cats like uh, clumping litter, and, and they like it with unscented or a little bit of carbon added to it. So if you find these ones, unscented, clumping litter with a little bit of carbon, that's the one that most cats will, will approve of and, and choose. But we have all sorts of solutions for, uh, you know, preventive care for the, the common behavioral problems that cat owners have and a lot of things about the latest in, in preventive care. It's a great book. It really is. Your Cat, the Owner's Manual. I have 10 copies to give away right now at one 405 8405 Our friend and author, Dr. Marty Becker, is the author with uh, Gina Spatafori, who's like your partner in crime. We've written 14 books together, so I'm proud to call her my writing partner. <laughs> Very good. If, you, if you're not lucky enough to get through and get the book today, you can get it at Amazon.com or any of your local bookstores. If they don't have it, ask them to order it. Doc, we're running out of time, but I thank you so much for joining us today. Well, one other thing, too. We have the first chapter on VetStreet.com for your listeners as well. Oh, very good. Okay, we'll link to that from AnimalRadio.com. Dr. Marty Becker on Animal Radio. And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Ready to solve your litter box problem? Switch on over the world's best cat litter. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and eliminate those nasty pet odors. It's guaranteed or your money back. You can find it at a store by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. That's where you'll get a rebate form for your first bag. And in fact, Judy, can we go ahead and give that out now? Let's do it. Okay, we have nine bags of world's best cat litter. These are 17-pound bags to give out. And uh, you have the uh, multiple cat formula, the scented and unscented, your choice, one 405 right now. Warm weather is here, and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a wall clipper. Visit wall, W-A-H-L, pet.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Kempton Hotels, the very first hotel company to welcome pets, goes beyond just allowing them to stay. Their Kempton Pets program includes pet-friendly perks like plush beds, bowls, treats, with services such as dog walking and pet sitting. Kempton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, or other major U.S. cities, stay at Kempton Hotels. Find us on Facebook or KemptonHotels.com.
This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall. Dogs are one of the most intelligent animals, so it's no wonder that Wall Pet Clippers are the number one choice of dogs and their owners. Wall blades provide better grooming results, and you'll look smart for saving money. Visit Wall, W-A-H-L, Pet.com. Ladies and gentlemen, let's all bow for the very svelte Joey Volani. Hey, do you know when um you have a bad hair day and it's real it's real frizzy or um you, you can't get that shine? You know, Volani has that a lot. Yes, so, he does. Um, he should he should listen to this actually. Um, even though he's off today, he can listen to the show. But I stumbled across a product that was that's um real predominant in the um in the human industry called argon oil. Now, what it is? It's it's an oil that is actually um from these trees that actually grow in in Morocco. They grow in arid areas, and for some reason, they retain their moisture. So what they did is they extracted the oil from the kernel. I believe it's from the kernels of the, the the seeds of the tree, something like that. But anyway, you know what? I use that. Oh, okay. Then awesome. you're gonna love this cause, yeah. because yeah, well, you're gonna try this on ladybug. Um, okay. Um, as, as soon as, as as soon as you can, and what it's gonna do is it's probably one of the best smoothing and shine agents I've ever used on a dog, and it's all natural. And what you're basically gonna do is when your dog is having a bad hair day, it's frizzy and it's and it's it's just real fly away take a little bit on your hand and when i say a little bit i'm i really don't mean a lot i mean even on a large dog um Let's put it this way, like an old English sheepdog size, you're not going to use less than a half a teaspoon. And you're going to put it in your hand, and you're going to work it through the coat, and then you've got to brush and comb it through because you've got to work it in. And it's almost instantly, instantly going to smooth the coat out to where it looks great, where it's not flyaway, where it doesn't look broken. And it's going to keep adding moisture throughout the day because that's what it does. It draws moisture to the oil itself, so it draws it in. On a short-haired dog, well, you're going to get like like Ladybug. Come on, if we put a little bit on Ladybug, uh-huh. she'll shine so much we're going to have to wear sunglasses. Okay, <laughs> that's Ooh. how much that's how much she's going to shine, and it has a nice smell. The good yeah. thing about it is, is I'm not adding extra chemicals. There's a lot of products out there that are silicone-based that will do the same or very similar. The problem is, with silicones really aren't the safest products in the world. They're basically just glass that is so spun down. That it's um, you know, turns into this jellified product. But the bottom line is, it's still glass. This is a natural, organic, um, you know, material that you can buy almost anywhere now. It's a little expensive, but a little bit goes a long way. Try it; you'll love it. As a groomer, I mean, I just started working with it, and I use it on all the dogs that go in and out of the shops, and the people absolutely rave. What'd you do to my dog? You know, ancient Chinese. Wow. Like, Guess oh, who's gonna get a, a okay. bath tonight? It's either how or it's or it's um. <laughs> Hal's <laughs> on his own there. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with our dream team. Dream team, Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I love that tip. I can't wait to try it. My sister has a little Yorkie too, and she's using that. I have to tell her to try it on her Yorkie. Oh, that's that's that. It works on on those type of dogs, oh. the long hair. It works, and it's incredible. That, I, that's an intergroom tip I got this weekend, wow. and I tried it. It was great. Oh, because I love it on my hair. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animal. 
to. Orlando, Florida is known for sunny skies, sandy beaches, and Disney World. But lately, some warning signs have been going up around town, warning people to watch out for bird droppings. The problem started when city workers moved trees on an island in Orlando because bird droppings were polluting the water. Since then, the birds have moved to the city, covering the streets, cars, benches, and trees with droppings, and they're not sparing pedestrians. One resident called the stench disgusting. Another resident who was hit said she heard it was good luck. Federal law prohibits the bird nests in Orlando from being disturbed. So for now, I'd buy an umbrella. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. It is Animal Radio, toll free, 1 866 405 8405. Our dream team, Joy Turner, our animal communicator, dog father, Joey Volani, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard who's out today, Alan Cable in for him, and Dr. Debbie, who's answering your vet medical questions. And let's see, I'm going to line four. This one's for Joy. We have Kathy on the phone. Hi, Kathy. Welcome. Um, thank you for taking my call. Um, I was curious. I have a, um Australian Shepherd. I've had him for about six years, and he was about a year old when we got him from a rescue center. And he just sort of has some odd behaviors. Um, and I was just curious if you could tell me what his background was before we got him. Okay, Kathy, and can you tell me his name, please? His name's Parker. Okay. Oh, I'm saying hi to Parker, and he actually has tremendous concern that you think he has odd behaviors, and he really doesn't understand what you mean by odd behaviors. So can you give me an example, please? Um, well, he's, he, like, lays behind chairs, and he likes to sit under our feet when we eat. He's just, he's kind of like, just like a shy dog, I guess is really what you could say. He won't, he won't take a treat out of your hand. If you lay it down and walk away, he'll take it, but... Oh, and he just gave me a big sigh about those things. He considers those normal behaviors, considering how he was before he got to you. And what he is showing me is that humans were either not safe or safe. So in other words, you wouldn't just, for instance, take something out of a human hand because human hands slap you. Wow. And Lucky the only way he was That's sure what I he kind of be... feel like maybe he was mistreated before we got him. Yeah, and the only way he could actually feel safe was to not be too far from the humans because then he couldn't be doing something that they wouldn't like. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Can I ask you one more question? Certainly. I have a Shih Tzu also, and he's about four or five now. I got him as a baby, and his name's Audie. Between Parker and Audie, who they love each other, they get along great, they play together all the time, but one of them or both of them are peeing in the house, and they didn't used to ever do that, and I don't know which one it is particularly, and I don't know why. Okay, well, Parker tells me he's horrified, first of all. It's like, oh, my God, he would not dare to pee in the house. That would just be like get him killed thing. Mm-mm. So, so I'm I assuming it has to be Aldi. And when I ask him that, he gets really shy. And so what I want to ask him is, could he explain why? I'm? And the reason I do this is I try not to put them on the spot and say, what the heck are you doing this yeah. for? 
because okay. then they get defensive and they don't want to answer and they feel like they're in trouble. So I just asked him if he could please explain to me why now he's starting to pee on the floor. Mm-hmm. And he says he's not feeling as great as he used to. That's what I'm Have you had him to the vets recently? Um, no, I haven't. And they, they really do need a checkup in their shots right now. Yeah, so I would get him to the vet week. and Actually, have it was this week uh, I just didn't get to it. So you think I should have him checked over? Yeah, if he's peeing like that and he's telling me he's not feeling well, I would definitely say that's the thing to talk to your vet about. Okay. And what about the little dog, Audie? That is Audie. Oh, you're talking about the little dog? Yes. Oh, Parker said he would not dare pee in the house because he could get killed. Okay, okay. All right. So Audie is the one that's doing the peeing, and he's the one that needs to be checked. Okay. 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 Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for your call today, Kathy. We appreciate it. one 405 8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Do you, do you ever wonder if the dog's lie? Yeah, he's peeing. It's not me. <laughs> I mean, does that happen, Joy? Do they, do, do, do they tell, you know, do they fabricate some stories where, you know, get the other guy in trouble? It's going to depend on the dog. I can say typically... No. Typically, animals don't lie, period, at all. But if they're really afraid, they could lie because they're afraid of getting hurt. Um, Parker, though, I, I felt the horrifyingness of him when he thought about him peeing in the house. So I'm really clear he was not lying in this case because, seriously, he thought he'd get killed if he peed in the house. <laughs> oh, boy. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Petapure. Now, here's a product we shouldn't live without. You see, I use hand sanitizer when I wash my hands. Now I use Petapure Natural Pet Sanitizer when I can't bathe my dog. Petapure kills germs and odors and keeps your pet healthy. Go to PurePawsPureHome.com now and get your free trial. And In fact, let's give you some at one 405 First caller through gets a Petapure package, which includes... The Petapure Antibacterial Spray, the Petapure Antibacterial and Biodegradable Wipes, and the Petapure Organic Reusable Wipes. one 405 8405 You know how I really like us doing the first caller that gets through for these giveaways? Because so many people will say, like, you know, the 10th or whatever caller, and then people wait to call because they don't want to be first. Good morning, Animal Radio. Yeah, I was talking about the wipes you're giving away. Yes, we got Petapure for you. You got a cat or a dog. I have two dogs. Okay, this is great. Are they outside in the uh, plane all day long and sniffing things and walking in all kinds of stuff you don't want them walking in? Oh, yeah. They're good <laughs> dogs. That's what they're doing. All right. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm the kind of guy that after I shake hands, I use Purell, or after I, I put in my <laughs> coat at an ATM, I use Purell, because I, I don't know if I'm a germaphobe or what, but this is exactly what it is for dogs and cats. It's a sanitizer so that when they hop into bed with you at night, they don't bring all that crap into bed with you. Yeah, you know, I never really put much thought to it until now. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Ew. That's true. I know when you think about it, huh? Yeah, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> well, let's give you some. Who is this? This is Rick. I'm in Utah. Okay, Rick, hang on for one second. We're going to get your information. For those of you that didn't get through, we'll have more to give away later. And the website is purepawspurehome.com to learn more and get your free trial. Hang tight. Okay. This is Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio. 
And if you miss any part of it, you can catch it on the Animal Radio app for smartphone, either your Android or iPhone. Now you can connect with us through your app, the Animal Radio app. Download it now. It's pretty cool. I've been checking it out. It actually has a button so you could get in touch with us real quickly or email us or see everything we have on the internet. Listen to old shows all over there. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton, Kimpton Hotels. If you think your pet's cute, and of course you do, which is a little cute pet. Enter the Kimpton Hotels Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest to win the ultimate pet hospitality weekend. Win airfare for two on JetBlue and a three-night stay at your choice of Kimpton Hotels, the pet-friendliest hotels in America, in cities like San Francisco, New York, L.A., Chicago, Dallas. You know where I want to go if I get this trip? Do they have one in Italy? Do they have one in Italy? I don't think they do. But Aspen, they have one in Aspen, and it's it's called the Sky Hotel. Uh And they they may not be able to ski for free, the cats and dogs, but they can stay for free, any size, weight, or breed. Now, that's hot dogging. That's what it says right here. (laughs) Find out more about Kimpton Pets Program by calling 1-888-KIMPTON, K-I-M-P-T-O-N. And another one for Doc. We have Ron on the phone. Hi, Ron. Welcome to the show. Good day. What's going on? Hey. <laughs> What's with the cell phones today? Ron, we're having cell problems with you. Okay. Uh, the problem I had with a chalk lab, her name is Dolly. She is chewing on her pads on the bottom of her feet right now, her two front paws. Okay. And she's, uh, do, and she's, go ahead. She's cracking them open. And she's cracking them open? Yes. Okay. Well, um, if this is something where it just happened all of a sudden, the first thing I look at is if there's been some recent activity that's kind of gone over the edge. Some dogs will just a little bit, especially labs, they'll be a little bit anxious and overdo it when it comes to activities like retrieving, running. So if there's been some physical injury where she sustained that, then um, we look at bandaging and getting her off her feet and some R&R for a while. Now, there are certainly dogs that will get some cracked pads and for various different reasons some of them can be some um, metabolic problems inside the body Um, and other times it's just a matter of some dry skin or what we call hyperkeratosis so um, it really would be something I would advise to have a vet get their eyeballs on just so that we can make that distinction because there are definitely some really freaky looking foot pads in older dogs where the the foot pad actually grows off to the side it gets all kind of bristly looking and it can have all these fissures and cracks in it and by itself that isn't usually a problem um, so if the fact that she's bothering it and especially if we see any oozing or bleeding then you know this is something we really need to get a look at and with an older girl of 13 some of those metabolic problems kind of come to the surface and we might want to you know evaluate that a bit further okay I was just wondering this is all of a sudden I'm a truck driver and she's in a truck all the time so Okay. It, it causes a problem because on different places all the time, and she's walking with asphalt all the time, and that's hot sometimes because of the, the heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this if, this would be something where um, you know it sounds silly, and Hal will probably laugh at me, but there are <laughs> there are dog booties and dog socks that have little bits of skid pads on the bottom. So you know if it is a matter of or, you know, her feet are sensitive, and we're not able to get to a vet to do bandaging, some of those little socks and um, the booties it takes a little time to get them used to that and acclimated to that. But that might be a protective device that you could use, especially when you're on the road, to just keep those feet from really getting irritated. 
Um, and yes, I would put those on boss. I think that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I think Anything those are protect cute. Our babies. I think they're cute. I actually do think they're cute. It's when you start putting on the dresses with the frills that I get a little after. Uh, but I, the booties are great. And I know that Ladybug actually has little booties that go on there. It's so cute. <laughs> Ron, I hope that helps you out, buddy. That helps a lot. Thank you very much. 1-866-405-8405. By the way, we do follow-ups. I don't think there's any other radio show that does follow-ups. If you if you have issues still, our solution doesn't help you. Feel free. It's free of charge. <laughs> it really is. 1-866-405-8405. What is it? A full moon? Oh, it is? This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Dog father, Joey Villani, live from Intergroom in New Jersey. And in for Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, Alan Cable. And I will only say about Vladi that he's on suspension for disparaging remarks about America that he made on the 21st. And if you want to hear those, I'm, I was told I can't repeat them. Is that correct? Okay, I can't repeat them. They're that bad. Don't say it. And I guess when we when we heard them, we didn't think much about them. No, we kind of tune them out. We're immune to him. Yes, we are. But uh, they offended some listeners, and uh, we need all the listeners we can get. What are you working on, Stace? Talk about a big slab of beef. There's some frozen cows in Colorado, <laughs> and they actually died inside of a cabin. Oh. Now they're going to have to blow them up. That's a oh. lot of hamburger. I'll oh. tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. That's all on the way. And the season of stars continues with Eddie Money today, who's a big dog lover. and uh, Except when the animals do their business on the, on his living room floor. Then he has troubles with that. Also on the show today, Jessica Spirit. She's the author of a book called Winged Obsession. She's chased after a butterfly smuggler. Would you believe, would you believe that butterflies, certain butterflies can be worth as much as $50,000? No way. And what kind of nut I is going to spend $50,000? You're going to have a lot of money you don't know what to do with. You know what? I, I got I got a lot of insects around here. Yeah. If they want to throw some money my way, I'll collect them all and put them in a jar. And they're dead. Butterflies are beautiful, guys. I mean, what's not majestic about the color that nature creates in a butterfly? Oh, I agree. But will you tell me, will you you throw a quick 50G down for a butterfly? (laughs) But they're dead. (laughs) Not me. Debbie, they're dead. Apparently, there's a $200 million a year illegal butterfly smuggling trade, and we're going to find out more about it. First, let's answer your questions. 1-866-405-8405. I believe we're going to line four. We have... Doc, no, we have Rick on the phone for Doc. Hi, Rick. How are you doing? Good. Appreciate you taking my call. What's going on? Which kibble is the best? We have a bad sell with you, Rick. Can you try again? Do you want? Do you want to try to get him back on the phone? We're going to call you back, Rick. Hang tight for a second there. Uh, Rick's in a bad sell area, apparently. In just a few minutes, Eddie Money will be joining us, if I haven't mentioned that, for his second time part of the season of Stars, which has so far included Betty White, Billy Dean, Margaret Cho, Elaine Boozler, Kat Cora, Ed Begley Jr., Davy Jones before he passed, Carrie Anna Naba, Prince Lorenzo Bergese, uh, Marshall Tucker Band's Doug Gray, Corey Joyce, Kristen Chenoweth, the Bellamy Brothers, Frankie Avalon, wow, and still to come, Kevin Costner and Lyle Lovett, and... uh 
Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, not in today, under suspension for comments that he made last week, and collecting his paycheck this week is Alan Cable. Alan, welcome back. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you guys ever noticed that every dog's nose looks like an electrical outlet? You ever noticed that? Don't plug things into your dog's <laughs> nose, man. Don't do that. Not a good idea. <laughs> and Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Rick. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, what's going on? Real fast. Uh, just wondering, what, how do you tell which dog food is the best? There's so many people making dog food now. Okay, so basic question, pick the best food out there. Ah, it's such a horrible, horrible thing to try to give advice on because there isn't an absolute answer that you can just spout off the top 10 brands or diets that are out there. So for any pet owner, when we're talking about what food do you feed, how do you know what's a good food, there's a lot of criteria that we really look at. And uh, you kind of break it down, and then I, I certainly suggest grab that label of your dog food or the food you're looking at, and, and, and kind of be a conscious shopper. Look for certain things. And and we definitely always want to have the AAFCO uh, uh, feeding trial um, approach guidelines met. Um, that is by far one of the, the, the best things you can do, but it's only kind of a, a starting point. Um, from there, I like to make sure that the company is a main company that has a phone number where you can preferably get a veterinary professional on the phone if you have a question about that food. That's a very important thing that, for me, some of the smaller boutique places may not always have that investment in a veterinary resource. So that's important. Um, and I like to look at certain things like, you know, the different ingredients. Meals are good. Byproducts are bad in general, um, as well as um, you know some of the other things like sugars, which you know really there's no place for that in a dog food. So if you're seeing any kind of syrups or sugar added, eh, just not good. Why get your doggy on a on a sugar source they don't really need? Um, and then also you know it, it all comes down to palatability. Does your dog like it? Will they eat it? Do they have consistent GI patterns when they're on that? Do they have any diarrhea, any vomiting intermittently? If so. You know, that may not be the best food for your dog. And as well as, you know, just want to make sure their hair coat looks good. Everything is nice and routine. That when you go into that veterinary office, your vet goes, hey, what are you feeding your dog? Because I got to know, your dog looks so great. So um, I skirted around that answer, Rick, and I'm sorry for that. But but those are some of the different things that we'd really want to look at. How about, and, how about protein content? You know, protein is certainly important, and it's it's the quality of the protein that's important, as well as being upfront and saying what kind of protein. So th- what we don't want to see is we don't want to see that they're just listing general meat. We want them to identify, is that chicken? Is that beef? Is it venison? Um, so, yes. The, the quality is the most important thing. So, uh, Don't buy your food at Walmart. I, I don't think there's any foods there at Walmart. Are they a sponsor? Not anymore? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry about that. But that's a great <laughs> thing, Hal, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, we're all looking to try to save money where we can, but you can't necessarily make a bad diet a good one by supplementing. So you can actually create more problems by feeding a crappy food diet for your dog. And, uh, you know, you can go a long way with good, sound nutrition um, just to prevent disease. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. In for Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Alan Cable. You have like a 170-pound dog, don't you? It's, you, you have a huge dog. What, what is it? I, I, tr- I try to send Dr. Debbie a picture so she could see that he's not a big fatso. He's in, he's in really good shape. <laughs> 
and, uh, make yeah, him he's charge a big rent, dog. Though? He's a well-behaved, happy dog. What kind of dog is he? He's a lab mixed with the shepherd, and uh, I'm a good pack leader, so he knows I'm in charge. And uh, unfortunately, my wife, he thinks he's in charge of my wife because she <laughs> she doesn't want to have anything to do with him. And how much does he weigh? He weighs about 115. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, he's a big guy. He really is. <laughs> I bet you don't want him in bed with you, that's for sure. No, he's not allowed. No dog should be allowed on on furniture. I mean, it. Uh, you know, I don't let him in bed. I don't let him on the couch. He he pretty pretty much lives in the kitchen and wherever hardwood is. He's allowed wherever the hardwood floor is. Well, you see, that's where you and Vladi uh, seem to agree is keeping them out of the bed. I love my animals in bed. They cuddle and so, sometimes I'll sleep in weird positions so that they can just be all comfortable in bed. See, my little ladybug sleeps in a crate. She, all eight she's so well behaved. She goes right to her crate every night. Let's uh, head back to the phones. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Thundershirt. If your dog's afraid of noises, vet visits, or just being left alone, Thundershirt's constant gentle pressure is the simplest solution for calming them. It's easy to use. It's drug free, and it only costs thirty nine ninety five. You can buy yours at pet stores or thundershirt.com. And let's go ahead and give away one right now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you have a dog. That, uh, you know, they like that gentle pressure because well, perhaps of separation anxiety or whatever freaks their, their them out. <laughs> it freaks their world out. There's a lot of things that freak out pets. <laughs> the Thundershirt works very well in, in a lot of cases. Hi, this is Betty White. All us animal lovers love animal radio. Please help every way you can to make life better for our animals. Like the Morris Animal Foundation does. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Oh, no, a storm. Where's my thunder shirt? I need my thunder shirt. It hugs me, keeps me calm during storms. Otherwise, I freak. Here, boy. Let's put on your thunder shirt. Oh, oh, that's much better. Hey, folks, if your dog or cat's like me and scared of noises, traveling or vet visits or being left alone, try Thundershirt. It's the easy, drug-free way to keep them calm. For only $39.95 with a money-back guarantee, don't be afraid to try one. Buy a Thundershirt now at pet stores or at Thundershirt.com. There's no doubt that it's a great time to be alive. Our grandparents could only imagine smartphones, GPS tracking, robotic vacuums, and the litter robot. Yes, I said the litter robot, technology that automatically cleans the litter box for you. No more nasty litter boxes to stink up the house and always a clean, safe place for your kitties to do their business. It's so efficient and earth-friendly that you'll use half the litter, saving both time and money. And the litter robot doesn't need any special waste receptacles, chemicals, or plumbing. Just use your favorite clumping litter. This is how it works. Seven minutes after your cat uses the litter robot, the patented litter sifting system automatically empties the waste directly into a bag-lined waste drawer, leaving a clean bed of litter for the next use. We know you'll love it so much, we offer a 90-day guarantee. You're on the cutting edge of technology, so why are you still cleaning the litter box the old-fashioned way? Step up to the self-cleaning litter robot, available online at litterrobot.com. That's litter-robot.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine Caviar. 
What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. It's Animal Radio, you lucky dog. Communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joy Volani, Dr. Debbie, and in for Vladi, the Russian dog wizard. We have Alan Cable this weekend, toll free at 1-866-405-8405. And in uh, a few moments, Eddie Money will be joining us for our season of stars, brought to you by Petapure. Let's face it, we clean up our shoes before we sit on the couch or crawl into the bed. At least most of us do. We sanitize our hands to avoid germs. I'm always doing that. But do we clean our pets after walks? No. Did you think about that? Don't be an animal. Sanitize your pets with Petapure all-natural antibacterial wipes and spray. Go to PurePawsPureHome.com for your free trial. Makes you think. It does make you yes. think. Yes. I never thought about that. You know, now that I think about my, my dogs running around in the grass and, yes. and rolling and stuff and then coming in the house, I never, you know, never Ew. thought of it. And as on a the, groomer, you'd think I should. Yeah, on the carpet, the couch, the bed. Oof. That's the last time my pets are sleeping in bed until I get that pet up here free trial. But you get a free trial, by the way, over at the website. Have you ever thought about these butterflies that come out this time of the season? Uh, we see them flying. We don't think much about them. We say, oh, how pretty they are and everything. But did you ever think there could be a, a bounty on their head? No. Would you believe there is such a thing as butterfly smuggling? And they can be worth anywhere from, what, 360 to $45,000. For a butterfly? For a butterfly. And we, I wanted to learn more about this. I didn't realize there was a butterfly smuggling trade. So I, I figured I'd bring on expert Jennifer Spirit. She's written a book called Winged Obsession. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hi, it is Jessica, though. One, one mis- correction there. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm, it was a J, one of those J. <laughs> That's okay. It's close enough. It's fine. Well, now tell us, there really is a smuggling trade, huh? Yeah, there really is. The insect trade is enormous, and uh, butterflies fall within that. And they're highly prized, highly valued, uh, much sought after. And the case with uh, Yoshi Kojima was really pretty fascinating. Now, he's a butterfly smuggler. First, I want to know, who pays $45,000 for a butterfly? (laughs) You know, this is the whole thing. This book is about obsession. And people can be obsessed with anything, whether they're antique cars or Tiffany glass. They get obsessed with butterflies. And the people who collect them... It's almost like fine art because you know that these butterflies are dead, they're mounted, and uh, they truly consider it art and they want whatever is rare. What's rare is usually taboo because it's usually endangered. And there are a a group of collectors that that go after these highly prized rare butterflies. Tell us about this, uh, what is he, uh, Kojima, Yoshi Kojima? Yoshi Kojima is basically a one-man environmental wrecking ball in the world of butterfly smuggling. The guy's notorious. Um, he was sort of the kingpin of it. He w- was a true artist. He, had, he was able to get butterflies that even some museums can't get. He basically had catchers in all parts of the world, and he was doing this 
for a couple of decades before Fish and Wildlife was actually really able to go after him in a three-year undercover case and catch him. And this case was such a cat-and-mouse case. It was unbelievable. It, it's an amazing story. Uh, Yoshi is probably the most clever paranoid smuggler out there and it has served him very well you say he was past tense i assume he's well, actually he still is he he still is he was in prison here he was caught he was in prison here for about two years and uh he was deported he's not allowed back into the country because he's considered a felon but he's still selling butterflies back in japan where he lives can you imagine being in in, in jail you you know your cellmates this one killed his wife this one did this. i smuggled in butterflies uh, amazing isn't it i i think they actually got a kick out of out of him and it probably helped him in a lot of ways well now i just saw my neighbor with his daughter going down the street with a net and they they like to go catch butterflies but is that illegal and, and is there really an illegal butterfly trade that's worth 200 million a year look most of the butterflies that are out there a lot of the butterflies you see the monarchs you see all these little butterflies that's fine you can catch them it's absolutely fine there are some that are highly endangered. You're not allowed to go and catch butterflies on federal land, uh, in national parks, wildlife refuges, this sort of thing. And collectors who are really after these butterflies know the ones that are endangered. They know the ones that are highly valued. The only other time there's a problem is when somebody will go after these butterflies for commercial reasons and they will wipe out a local population i mean one of the things yoshi did and this was with a legal butterfly years ago was there's a butterfly in california called an apache fritillary that's one of california's largest prettiest butterflies and it's on a restricted range of the sierra's eastern slopes he caught 500 of them in two days and shipped them to, to japan to be sold for 30 dollars a piece the people who turned him in were other butterfly dealers because he totally wiped out the population. There was nothing left for a number of years. Well, are these butterflies all over the world or just found in certain regions? There are butterflies all over the world. Uh, I think the only place you don't find them is in the most frigid Antarctic and the most arid of deserts. But there's a butterfly on the cover of my book that's a Queen Alexandra out of Papua New Guinea. And this is one that when the uh, Fish and Wildlife agent was working the case, he bought a pair from Yoshi. I think it were they were $10,000 a pair. Mm. So, and I mean, these are beautiful, gorgeous butterflies. And I'll tell you, I've heard what's happening with endangered butterflies. Did you know how people, dealers are out there, and they're getting the elephant ivory and they're stockpiling it? Because when that last elephant is gone, the value of the ivory is going to go up. I have heard rumors that there are vaults in Japan filled with hundreds of these Queen Alexandras, and they're storing them away. When the butterfly becomes extinct, if it ever does, prices will skyrocket. Are they able to breed these at all? There are some they can and some they can't. Um, they are trying to uh, farm these to raise them in Papua New Guinea. They can't raise them outside of New Guinea because they don't have the food plant. And this is the whole thing. You need the food plant if you're going to rear the butterfly. And they all have their own specific food plants. There's another butterfly in Northern California called the Lotus Blue that actually was declared extinct, I think, uh, last year or the year before because the food plant is so rare. And a lot of what's happening is you've got the habitat destruction, you've got the pesticides, and then when you have butterflies that are already vulnerable, the poaching, the smuggling just pushes them right over the edge. And people go, who cares about butterflies? Who cares? 
They're an indicator species, and they're a second pollinator right after bees. And I think it was um, an environmental biologist from Stanford, Paul Ehrlich, who made this great analogy. You're in a plane. A rivet pops out. Big deal. Then another rivet, another rivet. The plane eventually goes down. And it's the same thing when our species are disappearing. You may be starting off small like butterflies or bugs, but it's working its way up the food chain. Mm. So we need these little guys. Actually, we really do. I mean, they're gorgeous, but there's much more that goes, goes into butterflies. They are sort of that, that canary in the coal mine of what's happening in our environment. Let's talk about your book. You, uh, on a whim, you got on a plane and went to go chase after this smuggler. Oh, yeah, I did. I got so <laughs> obsessed with uh, Kojima after learning everything I could about him here through uh, both the Fish and Wildlife agent and the prosecuting attorney, and people who knew him here in the States, I tracked down everybody I could, and I became so obsessed with learning more about him that I realized the only thing I needed was to meet Yoshi. And Yoshi had refused to speak to any journalists, any reporters, absolutely wouldn't talk to them. So it's not like I could call him up or email him and say, hey, Yoshi, I'm coming over. Nice. So I went undercover. I just mm. got on a plane. I flew to Japan. Uh, I, I knew where, that he lived in Kyoto. I tracked him down, and uh, I basically became his new best friend. He didn't know this whole time. No. It uh, sounds like a very fascinating mm-hmm. book, one that I'm going to pick up this afternoon. In fact, I have 10 copies to give away right now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. It's called Winged Obsession, The Pursuit of the World's Most Notorious Butterfly Smuggler. The author, Jessica Spirit. Sorry about that. Jessica Spirit. And you can get this book just about anywhere. Amazon right now if you want to pick it up. And if you don't get through at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five, ask your bookstore to get it for you if they don't have it. Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Hey, if Joey and I were to capture Yoshi, mount him for you, you know, uh, on a nice little plaque, how much would that be worth to you? Oh, I think we could get you a real good price for that. There you go. Uh, Oh, there they go. Yeah, see you guys. (laughs) See you guys. Stacy, what are you working on? When I found out I was pregnant. Uh No, don't worry, I'm not pregnant now. Okay. Thank you. God, I'm not pregnant now. That would be a miracle. But anyway, I I wanted to be the best parent I could be. Sure. Shift those gears quickly. Um, so I read every book I could get my hands on, on, on being a parent. You know, I from when they were in my stomach till their pimples stopped coming out. Uh-huh. I knew everything about being a parent. Not saying that it worked, but I read about it. Uh-huh. Anyway, when you have a puppy or even an older dog, you still want to be a good parent pet parent. Sure. So Diane Rich, she's a dog trainer. She's come up with some pet parenting tips. And I'll tell you about them coming up on Animal Radio News. Oh, very good. Also, today, Eddie Money joins us for the season Woo-hoo. of stars. Very Eddie Money. Eddie Money. I mean, who doesn't know Eddie Money? It's uh, just this season of stars continues to amaze me. Uh, the list so long now that I can't read it. It, it just takes too much time. Yeah, I, when I think of Eddie Money, I just have a hard time picturing him as a cop. How he started out as a cop before he became a singer. That well, you know, doesn't... a lot of the great musicians started out as either doctors, went to medical school. Really? And then decided that rock and roll just paid better. Yeah, definitely. A lot of them started out as drug dealers, too. Yep, so, yep, you know, yep. There's a spectrum, there's a full spectrum there. 
We have so many giveaways today that, in fact, let's get get another one out of the way right now. Uh, brought to you by Scout and Zoe's, our natural antler dog chews. They're allergy-free, organic, green, and a renewable resource that won't splinter like bones. All Scout and Zoe's products contain natural calcium and phosphorus. What a what a combination. Great to chew on. Great for your dog. Winner of the Pet Age Green Spirit Award and eco-friendly. Fetch some today at scoutandzoe's.com. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Des Moines resident Clarence Fenton was recently charged with driving under the influence of drugs. His dog's drugs. He's still not exactly sure what happened. Authorities say the phenobarbital that was in his bloodstream when he crashed into a utility pole with his car had been prescribed by a vet. 47-year-old Fenton said he took what he thought were the doctor-prescribed antidepressants when police reports show his car hit the pole. His blood work showed that Fenton had actually taken seizure control pills prescribed for his dog, Saturn. Tammy Noble of the Poison Control Center said the story is more common than you'd think. She said they've had three cases this year. People often take their pet's heartworm medication. Ooh. This would be a good time to remind you to read the labels of any medication you're taking. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, unfortunately, we lost a legend a few weeks ago, Dick Clark. He was 82. One thing that people don't know about Dick Clark, I mean, he's known for American Bandstand and The Rock and New Year's Eve and all of his other TV shows and stuff, but he was a big-time dog person. He designed his Malibu home so it could accommodate all of his dogs. He even brought his dogs into work with him. He sometimes had as many as five at a time. The showers in his home were extra large so he could wash the pups himself, he told L.A.'s Pet Press in 2001. It was even his dog, he said years earlier, who picked out the place. His lab mort, he got loose one afternoon on the beach. Clark found him on a beautiful piece of beachfront property. Well, he liked it as much as Mort did. So what did he do? He called the owners and arranged for the sale. There he and his wife, Carrie, celebrated each dog's birthday with plates of meatballs with candles in them. That's such a great idea. You know, I'm I'm so ordinary. I buy that Paws frozen ice cream each year for my dogs for their birthday. They love it. But you know what? This year we're going to do meatballs with a candle in them. We're changing things up. Carrie was in charge of the party hats and Dick would take photos. He'll definitely be missed. So what happens when you blow up several thousand pounds of frozen hamburger? Well, the Forest Service is going to find out. Over the winter, a group of cows wandered into an old ranger cabin about nine miles from Aspen, Colorado, and the bovines apparently froze to death. They were discovered last month by snowshoers. They were just frozen in their tracks, seriously, full-blown cows with uh, not keeled over, just standing there. Because of possible water contamination, if the cows thaw, the Forest Service is considering destroying the carcasses by explosive or maybe burning the cabin down. Obviously, time is of the essence because they don't want them to defrost. You know what they say, don't put that frozen hamburger on the counter to defrost it. 
South Africa's government's pulling the plug on a U.S. filmmaker's documentary on sharks after a shark attack at a beach where the crew had been shooting. The country's Department of Environmental Affairs rescinded Chris Fisher's permit to film shark men. The city of Cape Town's closed the beach where a great white shark attacked and killed a man the other day. The department says there's still a lot of great white activity in the area. Fisher's film crew had already moved on to yet another beach before the attack. Shark Man has aired on the National Geographic cable channel, but it's reported that Nat Geo is distancing itself from the project, and they didn't renew the series. I'm Stacy Cohen. You can get more animal-breaking news at Animal Radio. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age three? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. Hi, I'm Ed Asher, and you're on Animal Radio. Spay or neuter your animals, you dummies. <laughs> this is Animal Radio, baby. Hey, Eddie. Ow. Eddie Money, ladies and gentlemen. Woohoo! Uh, you know what's so amazing about you? I what? got... <laughs> I grew up to you. You're still like the only rock star that's still alive. I know. There's a lot of us gone. You know, you gotta you gotta keep your head together. You gotta keep your sobriety in action. Not smoke a lot of cigarettes. Without to keep your weight down, there's a thousand things you gotta do to do a good show. You know. Well, yeah. you're doing it, obviously. I'm doing the best I can. I got five kids that are driving me crazy, and uh, <laughs> but I tell you, we're getting. I gotta find some wood to knock on because the critics are raving about the show lately. You know. Jeez! Oh my God! How many tour dates are there? <laughs> hey, I got five kids. I'll do anything to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> At least uh, to support them, you gotta do this. There's, uh, and I, I gotta say this because we have a lot of affiliates in California about where you're uh, playing. There's a lot of great tour dates, so you want to check out Eddie Money's website to find out when he's going to be in town near you at eddiemoney.com. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So five kids, you must have pets or animals around the house, huh? Oh, yeah. We got a basset hound. He's the greatest in the world. You know, and of course, we got my son's got snakes and scorpions, which I don't go anywhere near. <laughs> don't do the reptilians, huh? Yeah, but you know, I tell you, well, I love my basset hound. He's such a great he's such a great dog, and I've done a lot of work with, uh, with Mark McGuire and with Tony LaRusso for the Animal Rescue Foundation. Oh, ARF, yes. So what kind of things are you doing with uh, Tony LaRusso? And, and, uh... Well, I work with Tony. Anytime I get a phone call from Tony, we go way, way back when he used to be with the Oakland A's. And, and anytime I get a phone call, anything I can do for animals, you know, the same thing that goes for you guys. If I can stick it on my schedule, I'd be glad to help because, you know, these are poor defenseless creatures that God created for, you know, to keep us great company, and I just love them to death. So uh, I'm very familiar. I love animals, and I do everything I can. If it was up to me, I'd, I'd have a thousand animals in the house. Kids are pretty much, they're actually just a little better than animals. Well, I don't know about that. i got to replace a 2,000 rug right now that the dog went on. We can't seem to get that up. <laughs> oh, really? You mean, you mean he went he went poo on the rug? Yeah. Oh, you know what? we got some stuff. Got we got some, some stuff that will get it up. I heard about that. We tried everything. I've had seven people out there to clean that rug. <laughs> 
<laughs> so how long has the Basset Hound been around? What's the Basset Hound's name? Uh, well, this, right now, it's Dead, Deadly is his, his name. Deadly Do-Right. <laughs> and he's a sweetheart of a dog. I love him. He's got the longest ears in the world, and he's great, you know. And we just, uh, we love him to death. He's just fantastic. It's amazing that you have so much energy to tour, to do all these, uh, to, to record, and to help the animals. I mean, how do you have the energy to do that? <laughs> Seriously. Well, you know what? I'll tell you the truth. You know, you get up in the morning. If, if you don't, if you're not out there knocking down a bunch of drugs and drinking and going crazy, and you get a lot of exercise, I play golf, I try not to use the car, I walk the course. Uh, you know, I, I eat the kind of eat, try to eat the right foods. I drink a lot of coffee. I'll tell you that much. And uh, you know, God has given me a pretty good constitution. He's given me a really strong voice. And we just to get out there. And what we try to do to tell us, we try to sound exactly like the record. When I made my records, I made my records pretty much live. I did everything in one or two takes. Uh -huh. So when people come out and see me and they say to me, "You sound just like the record," that's the best compliment you could possibly get. You know, from anybody. Yeah, there's a lot of artists that don't that you listen to their live concerts and it's totally different from the studio recording yeah we, we 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 sound you know if you put on the record and you you listen to the record and you love eddie money the best thing you could do is go live and see me live and you know because i went to see led zeppelin and the first time i saw led zeppelin it was before the first led zeppelin album came out they played everything note for note uh -huh. the way the first record was going to sound i was blown away i went to see him <laughs> two nights in a row then i went to see him three years later and i think that they were doing a bunch of drugs and everything else they showed up so late and everything sounded so bad it sounded nothing like the record and i said to myself right then and there if i have the opportunity to become a recording artist which luckily enough i did i'm going to make sure that this never happens to me did you uh, grow up with pets as a child Oh, sure, yeah. My father was a cop, so we always said that I had the Belgian, I had like, uh, German Shepherds, you know, which was great. And of course, I had a bunch of Scottish Terriers. And I've always had a million cats. Uh -huh. Were you going to be a cop yourself? I was, uh, I was on the police department myself for two years, but you know what? Hell, my hair was getting really good in the back, you know? <laughs> I mean, I really couldn't see myself in uniform for 20 years. I said, boy, if this is going to, I said, I should have joined the Marine Corps or the Navy or something because now I'm going to have to listen to my sergeant and I'm going to listen to my lieutenant. And I'm going to be in this uniform for the next 20 years like my father. Uh -huh. I said, this isn't me. And and so I quit the police department, like the Beatles said. <laughs> Got myself a stand I moved out to California. And then I was signed by the legendary Bill, Bill Graham and uh, uh, Columbia Records. And we sold millions and millions of albums. I should have saved the money, huh? Ah, hey, I, I was you hoping do. you were. I mean, having five kids isn't going to help. <laughs> well, the five beautiful kids and the nice to the dog, so that's great. Very good. Eddie Money, we appreciate you uh, spending time with us today. Well, thank you so much for the call. And I really, my uh, my, my heart goes out to a... It's really great to have a radio station just dedicated to animals. This is really fantastic. Well, thank you. But you got a real feather in your cap there. And you know what? I'll tell you, everybody... Everybody, I mean, not everybody, but everybody that I know, you know, has got a pet, I've got a dog or a cat or something else like that. It's, uh, I mean, I think it, it, the greatest company in the world is having a pet, you know. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Vinnie Penn, your party animal, coming back at you. One quick question to throw your way. Whatever happened to the doghouse? I don't mean the sofa after you've had it out during dinner over what you were going to watch on TV that night. Uh, Survivor versus One Tree Hill. 
Not that doghouse. We all know that doghouse is alive and well. A buddy of mine just uh, bought a new place. We're visiting him this past weekend. He takes me out to show me where Thor's room is. Uh, and Thor's room, to be honest with you, is what I would call the back patio. Huge awning, big sofa bed, plush, very comfortable. Uh, this whole area to meander about. And it got me to thinking about when I was a kid, uh, almost every backyard had that really cool, just kitschy, cool doghouse way in the corner. And it was exactly that. I mean, it was a little small for some of the dogs, sometimes pretty big for some of the other dogs. And it would have their name over the roof. And uh, I mean, sure, back then we thought, oh, when it pours and rains, they must run. And it never stopped to think how much the dog might love it in there. They don't need to be upgraded to the, the bridal suite. I don't know that a lot of the, I think the animal communicators out there, as much as I think that's farcical, they might tell you, you know, uh, I'm looking at Spot here, and uh, I think he needs some space. I think he wants some distance from you guys. And, uh, you know, on the back patio, he could hear you squabbling over the O'Reilly factor, and it's not really working for him. The back patio? Please don't let the doghouse go the way of even the, the, the birdhouse or the treehouse. Some other guys I know pointed to the fort they had uh, in the backyard for their kids, and it was completely prefab. It was not just those planks wedged into the tree that really weren't even safe, with the ladder just being planks of wood nailed into the tree kind of haphazardly and uh, the fire department uh, needing to be called just to get the kids out. This is, this is what youth was in the 70s. No, you weren't safe in that treehouse in the backyard, and you didn't want to be. Uh, and yeah, the doghouse was a little bit small for the dog, and maybe he did get a little bit scared during thunderstorms, but it was better than him here and the two of you make love. I'm Vinny Penn, your party animal, baby. Animal Radio is brought to you by the Litter Robot, which automatically cleans the litter for you. You don't need any special waste receptacles, chemicals, or plumbing. Just use your favorite clumping litter. We know you'll love it so much, we offer a 90-day guarantee. Available online at LitterRobot.com. That's Litter-Robot.com. Hi, this is Jenna Fisher on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals. Vetricin, a one-step wound and infection spray that works naturally with your animal's immune system to aid in the healing process. Vetricin reduces recovery time by up to 60% on hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. Vetricin is non-toxic and will not stain and is safe for puppies and kittens. This safe, easy-to-apply product makes caring for your pet's wounds or infections easy. For more information, go to Vetricin.com. That's V-E-T. E-R-I-C-Y-N dot com. Do you love cleaning the litter box? <laughs> I didn't think so. Fortunately, you can solve your litter box problems with a free bag of world's best cat litter. It's the only litter that uses whole curl corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. For a limited time, you can go hassle-free for free with a mail-in rebate. To get your free bag, visit www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? 
It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to coffee. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Because you were born in the wrong generation there, Palsy. You're, you're always going to need Hey, don't this. call me Palsy. You know, you lost too much weight to look scary anymore. <laughs> yeah, don't put it past you. Actually, you're, you, you, you're gaining muscles, lots of muscles now. So I bet you probably have lost about 100 pounds. You've actually wow. lost 50 pounds in weight. I and then- lost 56 56- Pounds today. Wow! This morning, just today. Pounds, just today. Just today. <laughs> just just today alone. You Chasing know, around and, butterflies. And, 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 and I, the part that bothers me is we're on this good diet plan that I won't talk about because you know I want them to sponsor me. So you know, get Jennifer Hudson off and get Joey Villani on. Let's go. Excuse me. Excuse you. Jeez. As long as it don't come out the other end, we're safe. Well, you guys are lucky because of course Joey is not in studio today, and of course. Uh, Alan is calling from Skype. Yeah, so but I'm here. You don't have to. You only Dr. <laughs> Debbie and uh, Judy have to deal with me today. But I see in Joey's hands, if he was here, I would see the Deluxe Pro Series kit from Wall. And and they're out here too, actually, at this show. And you know what? This is this is really cool because I'll tell you why. It's a Deluxe Pro Series. And you now all these other all these other you know Fugazi brands say that they're pro and they're really not. <laughs> this truly, this truly is a Pro Series clipper. It, it, it works and reacts just like a professional clipper. It, it's it's powerful. It's heavy duty. It has all kinds of attachments. Hold on, I got to turn it around because I got I got to look at the back of the. Box Is this something here. you would use in your practice? I have. I you know I have. I, I do my dogs um, pads with it. I do the sanitary areas um, with it. Um, I clip around the ears. You know anywhere I need quick quick and um, close to um, trimming. And here's the best thing. And I'm going to tell Vladi this. It's made in the USA, baby. Take it. Take that, Vladi. Is he getting paid for a suspension? He's not getting paid. Okay, go on. (laughs) You know what? And it has a 30-day money-back guarantee. It says right on the box, guys. Oh, you got to love that. If you don't like it, it has a DVD to show you how to trim. It has a comb. It has attachments. And the best thing, and I can always say, it has a little mirror. So you can show your dog how good he looks when you're done. The only thing he's missing is that uh, barber chair to roll him around in and everything. But this is... Yes, exactly. The thing I like about this, and I don't know much about clippers, but I know that with my razor, when I shave my face, I hate the core. So I got one of those cordless razors, and of course that's what this looks like. It it doesn't it, it no, works without it cords. Is. It works both ways. It works with or without the cord. So if you don't plug it in to charge that internal battery, it's um you can plug it in and it'll work. Or if you're you know someone who's very conscientious about plugging things in, um, you can unplug it and take it anywhere you want, and it'll run. It runs for a while. I, I had it in, in the salon, and I'm gonna say I had it for you know through the course of the day at least over an hour of running time and, and I didn't go through the battery so wow very no, good works good it has these four guides or combs for desired lengths I like that so if you have ladybug size hair or mm-hmm. if you have German shepherd size hair this is truly cool and the best part it comes with a DVD so that you can figure it all out an idiot like me could use this perhaps um, I, I, I think, yeah, I think I you know. might be able to, you might be able to use it I think you can it's easy it's 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 pretty they made it easy so there you go they're putting me out of thank you all for putting me out of business I'll come visit your booth a little later with some of the boys and we'll straighten you out 
Joyzy Boys. It's the Deluxe Pro Series kit. Let's go ahead and give one to a deserving shelter. If you adopt animals, adopt dogs or cats, anything that you would use one of these razors on, to clean them up and make them look good for adoption, give me a call right now at one 405 8405 and we'll give you one of the Deluxe Pro Series kits from Wall. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Animal Radio, because we're a bunch of animals, and because we love our animals. In fact, go grab your pets, bring them around the radio right now. And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Veteracin, one-step wound and infection spray for hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. You can reduce your pet's recovery time up to 60% with Veteracin. For more information, head on over to their website at veteracin.com. That's V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N. Dot com. We actually used some of this stuff this week. Uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, had a tick. Yes. And we removed the tick and then put a little on right after that. And you use the uh, industrial strength over at the office all the time, don't you? Yeah, we sure do. And, you know, it's a great thing to use for just those little cuts, those little scrapes. And it's also good just to have around for that unexpected uh-oh. And this week they're celebrating the Disaster Preparedness Week over at the Veteran website and their Facebook page. And you can pick up on a free first aid kit. In fact, I think we link to it right from our front page at AnimalRadio.com if you can't spell Veteran. It's just tough. It's V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N dot com. Could you say it any faster, Hal? We were just talking about ferrets a few minutes ago. They are illegal in California. We really don't know why. I have a bunch of interns right now looking and trying oh, to figure Oh, I could tell you why. Why? It's, it's, it's so crazy. It's so, it does makes no sense anymore. It, they were concerned a long time ago that the ferrets would pose a big rabies concern to the population. Really? So there is a, yeah, and there's a vaccine that's approved for ferrets for rabies. So that's kind of silly. And they were also worried that they would, uh, like, get out into the wild and repopulate and attack all of the birds birds and the wildlife and, and be a detriment to the, the wildlife. And all the ferrets are spayed and neutered when they're sold at pet stores. So it's impossible for them re- to reproduce and to wreak havoc on the wildlife. So, so it's a lot of it is just kind of outdated. Um, and, and there's a lot of petitions to try to correct this change. Yeah, that should be changed. You uh, you actually were talking about dead ferret syndrome. What the hell is that? <laughs> well, ferrets are fun and interesting, and uh, many of the ferret uh, pet owner has encountered dead ferret syndrome. And it sounds horrible, but it really isn't. It just looks horrible. Um, but very often, I'll get that call where the ferret owner is driving over frantically coming into the vet office they're freaking out and screaming because they they've found their ferret in the cage limp and unrevivable laying there and by the time they get to the clinic the ferret's awake looking around (laughs) and like so is it like a possum are they playing dead uh, kind of, but not really. They're actually asleep. Ferrets have this amazing deep wow. sleep that they fall into. Very sound. And you can talk to them. You can try to shake them and rouse them. And it just won't wake them up. And then usually, you know, maybe up to 15 minutes is the longest I've seen it here in the office. Um, but they'll wake up. And then the, the thing is that they have to be completely normal after they wake up. And huh. otherwise, you know, obviously it would be a real problem. I had a girlfriend like that. She <laughs> Well, don't laugh. It's not very funny. <laughs> Yesterday, um, Boss had a play date with uh, another one of the Doc's dogs, and the, the dog is an Akita boxer mix, and he's a foolish dog. But during the play date, this dog lifted his leg and urinated on the wall, 
and uh, to my disgust in bosses too. Um, and we scooped up boss and got him away. Um, but I, my doctor, um, she's having problems where the dog is urinating in the house usually when they're not around, but even when they're present. And he's marking all over the house. And he's two years old. He's neutered. And he's not an aggressive dog. He's just dumb. (laughs) So it's that. The strategies we were talking about, whether or not she should let him go out for walks and let him pee freely, or I told her I try to control when boss urinates. And I tell him when it's okay, and I don't let him pee (laughs) willy-nilly. Well, you know, there's a lot of things you can do. The easiest thing you can do uh, when a dog urinates in the house, and usually uh, uh, the reason why it happens is because the person that owns the dog is not a confident, secure pack leader. And so the dog will do behaviors like that because the person is not doing all the basic things like walking the dog on a leash properly and entering the house first and letting that dog know dogs are pack animals and they're very very uncomfortable when there isn't a human that takes charge i I had a buddy who adopted a dog and brought the dog home and for the first few weeks all this dog did was growl at him and finally uh, the dog walks up to him and nudges him with his nose and and wants to be pet and he thought oh i love the dog i gave the dog love the dog now loves me and that's not what that's about at all what that's about is the dog had to find in his head that he was the pack leader and now he's comfortable and he's saying you pet me he's demanding to be petted so the first thing your friend can do is actually keep the dog in a crate and at all times when your friend comes home or any new event happens, your, your friend comes home or your friend leaves, always take the dog out to the bathroom uh, before any new event. And when the dog goes, praise the dog. And when you can't physically watch the dog, put the dog in a crate, let the dog out only when you can give 100% attention and watch. And as soon as the dog makes a move to urinate in the house, you've got to immediately uh, uh, perform a correction a stern, quick correction, and then take the dog outside and praise the dog when it goes outside. But usually when a dog urinates in the house, it's because the person is not being a pack leader, and dogs get very uncomfortable and anxious and nervous when the human is not in charge. And and the reason for that is because the dog thinks he's in charge, but a dog can't control humans. A dog has no control over when you leave the house, when you come back, uh, when you do things that the dog doesn't necessarily want you to do. So that makes them anxious. They want structure, and they want Mm. you to be in charge. I noticed Ladybug, she knows your boss. She knows she that does. you're, yeah. She does. She has, yeah, doesn't. She have goes like potty that. on command yeah. and uh, where I tell her. Yeah, <laughs> you actually make me sometimes. Uh, yeah, now we'll do it on command too. Yeah. If you want to make sure that the dog is comfortable knowing you're in charge, always when you walk, you see the dogs leading people on leashes. That's very, very bad. The oh, dog yeah. is in charge. That's who's in charge. So dogs should always be at your side, be comfortable at your side, and you should always enter rooms in the house, uh, you know, first and always own space. The worst thing you can do is treat a dog with human behavior because dogs are not humans. They don't they don't understand human behavior, and they can't learn our behavior, but we can certainly learn their behavior. That's right, and if you treat them like a human, they're going to treat you like the dog. I believe those same techniques will work for uh, your husband. If you, yes. if you have an unruly husband, you can... <laughs> Tough love. you got to give him boundaries. Yeah. You do, and just moments ago, my wife called me, and I banged my head on an American-made coffee table. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for today. Remember, you can catch us all week long at one 405 8405 on Facebook. 
Facebook at Animal Radio. And by the way, if you like us on Facebook, we're still giving away packages every day this week for people that like us. At uh, Twitter at Animal Radio. And don't forget to download the Animal Radio app for Android and iPhone. We'll catch you next week right here for more Animal Radio on this fine station. Have a great week. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.